To a boy, his father often seems stern and forbidding. He might even be unfair enough to make you rake the lawn when you wanted to play ball. But once in a while, you're surprised to learn he's actually on your side. And that's our story tonight on Louise It to Beaver. Starring Louise Gaspin and John Richardson as the co-host. Hey, hey, boys and girls and everything in between. It's me, Louise. And And it's me, John. Hi. How are you? My co-host. And you're listening to Louise It to Beaver. This is the only podcast, to our knowledge, that's all about Leave It to Beaver, a breakdown, ep by ep, of mm-hmm. everybody's favorite, maybe maybe they don't like it at all. It's a show that was on in starting in the late 50s. Everybody's heard of it, at the very least. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. But a fun fact is, if you didn't know... John and I have never seen it. Well. So we're going through episode by episode. And now. Breaking it down. So now we're on season one, episode 11. The episode is called Beaver's Short Pants. Uh, You know, I didn't write down when this episode originally aired. Uh, Let me look that up real quick. Uh, Hey, Louise, how's it going while I'm looking this up? It's going well. I was like going to say, while you look that up, should we do the first segment, oh, TV Guide versus John and We Louise? absolutely should. Uh, please be my guest. Okay. Or be my host. TV Guide. This is your show. Be my, be my, <laughs> be my co-host. Uh, okay. TV Guide said about this episode, with June away, Aunt Martha dresses the beaver in a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit. Okay, I will say this is the most accurate TV Guide description and also the most colorful. Yes. Yeah, they took some libs with it. Liberties for anybody who doesn't know the cool terminology. That's terminology. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, episode aired December 13th, 1957. Just in case you're really wondering, you really wanted to know. Um, well, what I'm wondering now is, was it a Friday? Was it a Friday? Oh, the 13th. Because hmm. it'd be Friday the 13th. <laughs> uh, so, Louise, what would your description of this episode be? My episode description would be, ants mean well, but can be severely out of touch. Beaver's friends are still creeps. And Ward has a tender moment for once. We're going to talk a lot also, about Ward sub, in this episode. Subclause, like colon, I will never understand why someone's emotions trump someone else's. Like, why are some people's emotions much more important than others? So, the end. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that for sure. I hear okay. you. Um, so, my description is Ward isn't allowed to be a parent, so help is called in. <laughs> this goes this episode is the dad who says that they're babysitting of episodes. You're just watching your kids. You're not babysitting. You're being a parent. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it, I mean TV guides was actually really accurate. And Yes, and at the time I was like 
I need to look up if little Lloyd Fauntleroy is like actually a thing that people should know about. I mean, I think that in 1957, December 13th, to be precise, I, I think that that was a more common reference. Uh, certainly yeah. isn't now. Um, by the way, uh, I wrote down the IMDb episode description for this episode. Mm. And right. it was, Beaver suffers the consequences when June's beloved Aunt Martha comes to stay at the Cleavers and sends him to school dressed in her idea of what a young boy should wear to school, an old-fashioned suit with short pants and a cap. Yeah. Um, I'd say the visual of Beaver wearing uh, this outfit, I, I think it's safe to say it's pretty iconic like i feel like i've seen this before um beaver wearing this particular outfit am i wrong does, does this not I, sound right this to was you? my first time seeing okay. it i don't know i don't i couldn't tell you where i've seen it but i feel like i've seen it fyi i've had some wine tonight so look out i <laughs> you've had papa's cough syrup i know some or mommy juice. some dad juice so i for anybody who's new to the shtick that Louise and I do <laughs> with all of our podcasts, uh, Louise lives in New York City. I live in Portland, Oregon. We record this over Skype. We each have our own microphones, and we record on each end, and then we smush them together afterwards. So we are not in the same room together. And also, it is three hours later for Louise than it is for me. And for me, it's already 8 o'clock. So... Big ups. We, it's a late one. We we figure we find time to do this, even though it can be really challenging sometimes. Well, because it matters. We love doing this show We're just so much. Giving the people what they want. Yeah. Um, An episode recap show from a show in the fifties. Yeah. So let's uh, let's do it. Let's uh, actually give that recap. So uh, okay, cool. These these season one leave it to be episodes begin with a little. Uh, moment where Hugh Billingsley, uh, the uh, the actor who played Ward Cleaver, gives a uh, a little glimpse into what you're about to Wait, see. It's not Hugh Beaumont. Sorry, it's Barbara I, Billingsley. Barbara Billingsley. Hey, I've had wine. I already told you this. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Hugh Beaumont. I'm sorry. Uh, so what we've noticed about these is that, and I don't know if Hugh Beaumont just like does these rogue and no one writes these for him, but all of them are so pro ward. And it's, I, and we, I think this on the last episode, we talked about this, but like my theory is that he thinks that this show is about him and he writes these things all about like the perspective, like his storyline. So, uh, and I, I, I can't remember the exact, uh, words he used but uh if you're listening to this episode the very first thing that you heard was uh what he says at the beginning of this episode which is all about how sometimes you don't think that your dad is on your side but then you realize that he is and he's a pretty great guy and that is not what this episode is about at all it's it's the the b or c plot of this episode yeah, basically so um yeah i uh, um, June's sister having a baby is more of a plot point than like anything that he's talking about. So, um, 
the shots that we see there, it's just like Ward talking to the beaver. Then he makes Wally rake, and then it's the then it's the beaver and Ward shaking hands, and it's like, okay, this episode is about something completely different. But moving on, um, and moving on, we will. We go to an exterior shot of the of the Cleaver household. It is a beautiful sunny day, December thirteenth, nineteen fifty seven in Mayfield, USA. Uh, Mm -hmm. We go to the kitchen. Ward and June are there. And Ward asks, what's for supper? And she is making this big old feast. She's talking about all these amazing things that she's making. And Ward accuses June of, um, like, messing something up. And it turns out that she's heading out of town on Saturday to visit her sister Peggy, who just had a baby. You feel like he would have heard about this baby being born before this. Yes. It's I was going to say that. Yeah. Like there's there's a time when when you would say she's going to have a baby. Right. And then there would be the news that it could happen any day. Right. And then and then it would happen before a feast would be made. I don't Okay. Ugh. I'll just put it this way. I uh, my sisters and brothers in law, like, if I found out that they were any of them were having a baby, I would know when that baby is born. And this is like let's forget about smartphones and the internet and everything like that. Like, they still had phones then. I would have gotten a call while they were on their way to the hospital from somebody in the family, like some sort of phone chain situation being like, it's happening. Oh, my God. And I'm not even talking about the people that are in my immediate family. I'm talking about like my in-laws and stuff like that. Like I would have heard about this. And for Ward to just be learning about this now, like – if if this were my family, let's say I was Ward, I would come home and I'd be like, hey, did Peggy have the baby yet? Like, that would be right, like, right. You know, the first question instead of what's for supper. Right. <laughs> um, but so let me take a time out. Yeah, quick please. To acknowledge <gasps> June's first June's look. First look. So. Season one, episode 11, look one is a boo, 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 repeat alert ow, from ow. episode six, look one. It's a button-up shirt dress with a uh, button-down pocket tab. Not a very big one, but it's there. A circle skirt, plaid kitchen apron, which is the new element. That wasn't from episode <laughs> six. And pearls. Oh, got to have them pearls. Or not, because they don't always show up. That's something that's interesting is that everybody <laughs> always talks about like, oh, and she always had her pearls on. And we are here to tell you, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. Look closely. So um, anyway, I, June tells Ward that Peggy just had a baby. And his first question is, boy? And she says, girl. And he goes, oh. And then there's a laugh track. Oh, my God. Already, like already, I'm furious in this episode. Already, <laughs> and we haven't even like seen the beef. Like, we, ugh, right. there's these all 
there the these episodes lately have been starting and I need to refresh myself I might even say every episode starts with this useless parents scene right. that I don't need well I will say this I feel like this episode does warrant a scene with the two of them to tee up what's about to happen because they do they this is a longer scene than we normally have setting everything up or before we see the kids I guess, but we could have easily have had one of the kids come home oh, from school and be like, for sure. hey, Dad, where's Mom? She had to go to Peggy's. Your Aunt Martha's here, though. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or just, like, have one of them in on the conversation because, like, they could have been there. And I don't know, maybe was this, like, a Hugh Beaumont, Barbara Billingsley, like, contractual thing where it's like, well, every episode has to start with us. I don't know. Yeah, or the Beave could have made... Uh, the baby, some like gross little boy present, like mud and sticks in the shape uh-huh. of a a bottle or something, mm-hmm. and been like, "Mom, can you bring the, you know, Aunt Peggy's new baby my present?" Right. And she can just have an oh, beave moment. Yeah. Um. So this is when we find out that uh, June's aunt Martha is going to stay with them until she's back, and you can tell right away that Ward isn't fond of aunt martha but you know he just kind of like shrugs it off a little bit i don't know he's mm-hmm. a little jerky but she's like and but don't worry I, I even believe that he's just like well what who's gonna take care of the boys and she's like aunt martha like he has i don't think that he says that exactly because that's something like that's coming up but he did say something along those sorry along those lines that was just like Hmm, really? I don't know. What, yeah, like, what about us? I can't remember what it was exactly, but you're right. Ugh, Ward. Ugh, Ward. I roll. Totally. So then uh, let's cut to the dinner table. Which is June's look two. Oh, it's bang, the same bang. look as look one, but she adds a cardigan sweater. Probably no way. And she most l- likely ditched the, ditched apron, the apron, but we can't see because she's sitting. Ah, okay. So Wally asks if uh, if June really has to go away. And he assumes that Ward that Ward isn't going to take care of them. Like, and I mean, he's right. And it's like, <laughs> first of all, we know Wally and the Beaver. These kids can take care of themselves. They just need to be fed. Other than that, they're right. pretty much fine. Um, they don't require too much effort. And honestly, it's like June could have just like put a bunch of sandwiches in the refrigerator and been like, these are all of your meals for the next few days right. <laughs> and all would have been fine. Um, I, I mean, my, my notes are maybe a little less thorough, but we don't have to like break it down line by line. So I, I feel like they even could have had a cute scene with like the mechanic or Gus from the auxiliary, auxiliary firehouse with like a campfire and a can of baked beans or uh-huh. they could have had a, like a hobo stick with a handkerchief on the end of it. Like they could have had some cool train tracks <laughs> dinner little, scene yeah. uh, with some hot dogs and baked beans. That's but, a pretty fun uh, idea. So um, this is when they're just like, so which... Which one is Aunt Martha? I'm like, okay, Wally is in what, eighth grade? Yeah. It's like, I knew who everybody in my family was, even the like less important people. He doesn't yes. know who 
and Martha is anyway. Uh, and then Ward I reminds them. I also feel like when I. No, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Okay. <laughs> no, I, you were gonna say Ward reminds them. Yeah. Um, she's the one that gives you umbrellas, mm-hmm. and they're like, ha ha ha. She's our umbrella aunt. Right. And I'm like, look, if you are Ralphie in a Christmas story and you get a giant pink bunny rabbit suit, Mm -hmm. be embarrassed. If your aunt gives you an umbrella, I I am failing to see the comedy. I completely agree with you. I mean, aside from the fact Even that... Even if you get two umbrellas, umbrellas break. People lose umbrellas. Oh, my God. If somebody gave me an umbrella... I well, okay. This is funny because I literally was given an umbrella a couple years ago and returned it. But like, I <laughs> I mean, uh, an umbrella is not a bad gift. No. I'll just say that. Like, it's certainly not something to like mock somebody for. You know, if they gave it to you. So, uh, then we cut to. Oh, oh, by the way, and then during the whole Umbrella Land thing, like, June has this, like, really disapproving look on her face. So then uh, I I thought that we were going to be going to the airport, but nope, it was just stock footage of a plane landing. Yes. I was really excited because I was like, ooh, I want, kind of want to see. Because 1957, like, air travel was not, you know, just, like, your regular everyday thing. Like, it was a special thing. Like... Sure was. I'd love to have seen a little bit more of that. Anyway, so the air the airplane lands, and then we're just back in the living room. Um, and then Aunt Martha is like super passive aggressive. She's yes. she's not the nicest lady. I mean, she came all the way out there to take care of the boys. So, you know, she's nice in that way. And Ward. I said the boys. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, and then she is talking about how like she's talking about the kids and then she's just like hoping that they consider an eastern college and then uh, i just wrote down that it's a location hint or uh wrench where it's mm-hmm. like okay not on the east coast got it or at least in this mm-hmm. episode they are not on the east coast um right and she just says something about how like east coast schools are more proper or something pompous like that because because ward and june are clearly like raging hippies like and i will say this also louise and i met at an east at an east coast school and let me tell you there are a lot of garbage people there (laughs) (laughs) true words um I will say in the living room, it is but three minutes into this episode uh-huh. and we are already on June's third look. What? Yes. She is wearing a three-quarter length sleeved lean wool sheath dress, tailored, fitted and nipped at the waist, having a slim belt and closely fitted from the body uh, like down to the shin or like right right above the ankle. We'll call it T-length. Okay. Um, earrings, arm candy, and pearls with an open heart pendant. Okay. Very interesting. Yes. Very, very interesting. Um, while we are in the living room, the boys are, are there. Do they, do they come down or they're just there? I think they come down. and They come down. Yeah, they come down the stairs and... 
they don't seem to recall who this person is, even though they were just talking about her. Like, they yeah. seem very confused by this this figure in their living room. <laughs> and um, she refers to Wally by his uh, full name, which is Wallace. I always thought it was like Walter or something like that, but Wallace. And we find out, this is where we find out that June's maiden name is Bronson. Because mm-hmm. she was like, he's a Bronson boy for sure. You know, something like that. And that rubs Ward the wrong way. Uh, I mean, I th- I think that that was m- more like, oh, what's wrong with being a cleaver kind of thing. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say added, like, dog radar ears tipping of the head mm-hmm. clue to insight of the family. Um, June has said... I want you guys to listen to Aunt Martha. I want you guys to, like, at, at dinner, oh, and right. she says, like, I want you to, like, make her feel really, really welcome and make it as easy as possible for her because she's, like, a mother to me. Right. And, like, practically raised me. I feel like I, I didn't write this down this, for certain, but I feel this like. Came, this this comes later when uh, Ward is on the phone with June. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. But, you know, she's still, I mean, she definitely did say, like, you know, I just want you to listen to her and do what she says. It's very important to me. And um, she even says to the boys something like, you know, if you listen to Aunt Martha and are nice to Aunt Martha, it's like you're being nice to me. And that's what, like, really did it for them. Because it's like... Let's face it, June is the hero of the show. She oh, she is the best. Is just the best. And the kids agree. And they don't want to do something mm-hmm. that's going to tick her off. So what else are you going to do? You're just going to grin and bear it and, you know, move on with your life. So this is when um, Martha says to June, she's like, you know, I get wally wearing blue jeans and stuff like that but beaver's a proper little boy and teenagers oh teenagers right blue jean teenagers so she wants to take beaver shopping and june is just like oh oh, all right fair enough so now it is saturday morning june is leaving and she is wearing her fourth look of the episode (laughs) <laughs> she's really getting the costumer is banging for our buck <laughs> um june is wearing a herringbone fur trimmed collar suit with a modest round pillbox hat with a veil earrings gloves and pearls let's play a little game louise uh let's say you have a sister who just had a baby and you're going there to help out what mm-hmm. would you wear to go there? Sweatpants and a t-shirt. Let's say... You, Maybe multiple t-shirts. Let's say you wanted to look really nice when you got off the plane. What would you wear? <laughs> Blue jeans and a sweater? Yeah, you'd dress like <laughs> Wally. Like, that's still... Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, when I see people on an airplane who are wearing real people clothes i'm just like hey all right 
<laughs> you know? I mean... But I also feel like the baby is going to spit up on yes. your fur collar. You are there to help out <laughs> yes. with a new baby. Yeah. It's nuts. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so Different times. Different times. Yeah. So June is leaving and June wants... Oh, this is where June says that she wants him to do anything that Martha and Martha tells him to do. And then I said, June is the best. And then Ward is outside honking the horn like a big jerk. I get it. They're going to be late for the plane or whatever. But like, okay, I have never once honked the horn to alert my wife that we need to get going. Never once. No. I would also like to say that maybe this is kind of a a Mayfield clue. Um, Hmm. For our listeners, John grew up in the Jers and I grew up in Iowa. Yeah. Now the reason I think this is maybe a clue is because there was not an airport where I lived. Mm. It was not close. We either had to drive 45 minutes to an hour to go to a small commuter airport that then you you could not take a direct flight anywhere. You always had to connect. Um, or we drove three hours to O'Hare. Right, as in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. But the fact that Mayfield has an airport. Right, or is airport whether adjacent. Whether it's a commuter airport or, well, yeah, whether it's a commuter airport where they're just like, you know, hopping to bigger hubs or an actual hub yeah. airport. Huh. It's food for thought. It's food for thought. I mean, what we... What was discovered in the Leave it to Beaver fan club Facebook group is that based on a, a an establishing shot of downtown Mayfield, uh, it turns out that that was actually Skokie, Illinois. So it's like... Oh, so it could be. So if it even could be Chicago they're going to. It could be O'Hare. It could be. Or whatever or it was Midway. called at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So um, this is where I want to point out Aunt Martha look. It's number Aunt Martha look number two because I did not write down number one. Uh, and I'm going to do a, dare I say, piss poor job explaining what she's wearing because there are <laughs> question marks in it because I don't know uh, exactly how to explain. But I wrote down dress with a cat pattern on it. It looked like maybe there was a cat at one point. It was a light colored uh, dress that had these different shapes on it in a dark pattern. And it was a V-neckish collar with, um, I, I don't know, something around it. I'm not good at this. And then she was wearing wow. an apron and uh, a necklace that, that could have resembled pearls, but it was hard to see. I'm not, I'm not good at this. I'm no Louise, but I'm I, trying. I love how... I love this. I didn't even write down Aunt Martha's looks. Well, she's the June in this episode, kind of. Well, right. all right. So uh, this and then we go right to like Aunt Martha does not waste any time. And she no, June's on the plane. They're going shopping. Yeah. Like Ward peels away and you can still smell the like rubber on the road. And, and Aunt Martha has already left to take Beaver shopping. And uh, he Beaver, well, she's like, all right, Beaver, we're going to go shop. Or Theodore, we're going to go shopping. And he, like, turns to Wally and goes, like, oh, maybe I can finally get that black leather jacket with the eagle on the back. 
And I was like, I want to, yes. I want to see this iteration of the beaver. Me I want to, I just want to see this jacket that he's talking about. Oh my god, he could totally sit with the greasers at the library. Oh my god, those little pieces of scum <laughs> <laughs> at the library. That's the best part about it. Are you having a soda pop beverage? I am. Sponsored by, not sponsored by, but we will take your money if you want to sponsor us because you make the most delicious elixir in the world, Diet Coke. <laughs> um, so then we, then we fade to Beaver wearing his tiny little suit with short pants his and a little hat. little Lord Fauntleroy outfit, which I just Googled it. Little Lord Fauntleroy outfits make me think like frilly little collars, uh-huh. like little ascot collars or like sailor flaps. And yes, short pants, but much more European. <laughs> oh, by the way, I... This looks like a little prep school suit. It's a little prep school suit. Rather rather than a little Lord Fauntlery suit. Uh, you know, TV Guide maybe took some liberties here. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to really argue with them too much, though. They did a good job this time. Um, yes. So Getting better. So uh, something that I do want to mention is that I highly recommend checking out the Wikipedia page for shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you all the – there's like a grid that shows you all the different types of shorts that there are. And because I was trying to see like, okay, and and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like, it's a big deal that he's not wearing full length pants. And I was like, when did shorts become a thing? And they were around at the time and people wore them at the time for, you know, for comfort. But yes, I was because I was like, I could swear that like. It was. It's not like weird that he's wearing short pants. I don't know. They made a bigger deal out of it than I thought was necessary. Like yes. it's clearly written by people of a different generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now we are at Aunt Martha look number three, FYI, and she is now wearing a black overcoat. I'm assuming black. It's black and white. So it's like, take these colors of the grain of salt. Uh, right. Like, seriously, Louise, it took everything I had not to be like gray blouse because it was like <laughs> everything is gray. So black overcoat, a a crazy poofy black hat with like lace and berries and what looks like maybe a bird. There was It was described earlier in the episode that she wears crazy hats. And this is something that we're actually going to get to later on because interesting. I learned some interesting things. Uh, and then she's wearing just like you, the overcoat's pretty tightly closed, but she is wearing a collared shirt underneath and possibly pearl earrings. Um, that's all I could tell. Uh, also, I believe the top of it has like a little tie. It has a little tie. Uh, and, at the and we get to that uh, when they when they get home. So. The uh, the man who works at the little tiny boy clothing store, you know, he's like British and very proper. And, you know, she just like tells him to throw away his old clothes. And 
we got to talk about what happens before the guy throws away his old clothes. Do you remember this? I don't know when you watched this episode. He said something like, what should I do? Should I wrap these up for you, ma'am? And she said, no, you can throw them away. And he says something like, gladly. Or but like do, you remember, something. do you remember what Beaver did? No. Oh, my God. This is so great. He's like, wait, wait, wait. And then out of the pocket of the pants that he was wearing, he pulls out a dead goldfish. Yes! And then he and Wally were going to give it a funeral. Okay, pet cemetery. Oh my god, so many dead pets. <laughs> you know what? This is a conclusion of an earlier question. You know what happens? Oh, the when fish you don't food. Feed the fish. Right. Yes, that's right. It was like maybe the second or third episode where Wally and the beaver are like t- telling Ward to pick up fish running food. Running out the door. Yeah, as they're running out the mm-hmm. door. Oh my god, that's so funny. I didn't even connect those dots. All right, so it's not a new pet. This is a pre-existing pet. Got it. Yeah. Oh, sweet, though, that they're going to give a funeral. I love that he's just keeping it in the pocket of his pants. Oh, my God. Bless his heart. Um, so now we are back home, and Wally is taking a good look at Beaver wearing his tiny little suit. And he tells him that he looks like a chicken with all of his feathers off, which bothered me because I was like, Oh, you mean a rooster with all of his feathers off? Because if you're going to say chicken, you should probably say her because, you know, just saying. Um, Mm -hmm. So then and then get your pronouns right. Yeah, seriously. And then he said, at least you won't have to wear this to school. Oh, boy. Enter Aunt Martha in look number four, which is just whatever was under the overcoat. And it's, yes, this collared shirt with uh, gigantic buttons. They're very big buttons. And, um, yes, it has a little tie around the neck. Um, I don't know. What what would you call that? It doesn't even really have a purpose. I would just say like a tie like embellishment. A, yeah, collar. yeah. A little uh, decorative embellishment. And yeah. she's still wearing her crazy hat. Um, my God, I can't wait to talk about this hat. So, uh, and that's when she tells him, like, hang it up so that it'll be nice and clean for when you put it on for school on Monday. And that's when they're like, what? Not cool, Aunt Martha. But. Not cool. Yeah. Um, They can't say anything. They can't say anything. So, uh, the only thing I wrote down here is just like, Wally's a great brother. He almost consistently is looking out for his little brother You know, he, yeah, he says that he looks like a chicken with the feathers off, but, like, he's really not being mean. He's not picking on him. I feel like he has enough empathy to be like, man, this is a really difficult position that you're in, and I feel for you, brother. Like, I got away with this. I don't know how, by the grace of God, but here Mm -hmm. you are, the beaver, wearing this tiny little suit. Um. So now we go to school, and this is a really... Which is also cute because, like, they go in early. They go in early. Uh, like, Wally goes with him early to school yeah. so that he can, like, sneak in. Right. 
Yeah, the idea is just to like blend in and just like be there and not be noticeable. So he even says to him, like, if you bend down or slouch at your desk, maybe they'll go over your knees so no one will notice. It's so crazy to me that like it's that big of a deal that he's wearing such short pants. Right. The hat, I feel like, is the worst part. That's just yeah, my opinion. the hat's not great. The hat's not great. We also kind of slid really quickly past breakfast. Oh, the milk toast. Where they had said something like she made something that they didn't like, but they were going to have to eat it anyway. Yes. And then Ward is like, I got a skedaddle. And uh, Beaver wanted to talk to him. Oh, and right. And he was like, I'm really, really running late. I need to go. Yeah. That was a little jerky. But yeah. You know, whatever. Who cares? So then I will say, uh-huh. uh, he gets like a, at school. He gets this brilliant idea. He's hiding behind the lockers, he, and then well, yeah, he like ducks behind everything and like hides. It's really cute. He the um I will like refer to my notes for this part, Mister Blooming Garden. Mister, is it comes Blooming around. Garden or Bloom Garden? Oh, Bloom Garden. Okay. Comes around the corner with, I think, like the library return book cart that he hides behind as he walks into class and he takes his little cap off and he puts it over his knee so that the girls don't see. And he like has his um, lunch pail in the way and his books also so that they don't see. Mr. Bloomgarden mentioned in episode eight. Really? Yes, because... The quote is, Miss Canfield is a lot prettier than Mr. Bloomgarden. Oh. I believe episode eight was Beaver's crush. And huh. he Beav, the Beaver asks Wally, um, have you ever had this problem? And he's like, not really. And he's like, uh-huh. yeah, Miss Canfield is a lot prettier than Mr. Bloomgarden. And here he is. I, I mean, and not an unattractive man. Just going to say that. He's like a, you know, young, younger teacher. Um, by the way, played by William Shallert, who, um, pretty much acted right up until he died in 2016. Uh, he's been, he's in a bunch of stuff. I don't think I really wrote down everything. Oh, but I have the episodes thing pulled up. So let me read off some, he is, okay. He, he is best known for the movies Inner Space. Uh, what is this? In the Heat of the Night. Uh, the Man from Planet X <laughs> and Hangar 18. Uh, let me see what his final roles were. He was in like Two Broke Girls, True Blood, Medium, stuff like that. So according to Jim, Desperate Housewives. So like he's been around. Yeah. So like way to go, William Shallert. Just saying. Um, now that you have that up, will you tell us about Aunt Martha? Oh, will I? So Aunt Martha is played by Madge Kennedy. And by the looks of it, uh, so so she was born in 1891, died in 1987 at 96 years old. And yeah, so she looks like, oh, this is really interesting. So she actually, uh, her final role was in the movie Marathon Man with Dustin Hoffman. Uh, She appeared on The Odd Couple. Uh, she was in They Shoot Horses, Don't They? Um, she was very active from pretty much when 
movies started being made. Yeah. So she, in 1906, she uh, was studying art in New York. She wanted to become an illustrator. And then she, I guess, got into the uh, the movie biz, the pictures. Yeah. The talkies. No, not yet. The, the <laughs> not talkies. <laughs> Eventually the talkies. And I actually, I do remember reading somewhere that like, she kept on getting all these comedic roles and was not a big fan of that. I, I read a whole bunch about her, but um, yeah, let's see. She was dissatisfied with her films for Samuel Goldwyn. That's right. She worked for MGM for a long time as she was exclusively cast as a comedian and in farcical stories. Not a big fan of that. Very Aunt Martha of her, I, sh- I shall say. So Yeah. Yeah, so uh, at school... All those things to to hide himself. He eats his lunch inside. Oh yeah, of like the mop closet. The mop closet. I was gonna say we have this cool like the day goes by in a montage of clock hands, clock oh, yeah. faces with moving hands. Pretty classic. And lunch in in the mop closet. Uh, poor Beef. Poor Beef. And you know what he he's doing this because he doesn't want to make his mom upset. Yeah. I just, we got to remember that. Like, that is a solid move. Big ups to the beef. Um, So then, after school ends, he waits till everybody clears out. And that's when he makes his move. And then it's like, um, ever see the movie uh, Warriors? About the gangs in New York City? Long story, for anybody uh, listening who has seen Warriors, I feel like he's one of the Warriors, and he's, like, in the uh, in the subway or something, and everywhere he tries to run, there's a different gang who's trying to, like, kill him. <laughs> I feel like there's a similar scene in maybe almost every episode of Heathcliff. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, the cats in the junkyard are, like, surrounding the, like. (laughs) What strange, what a strange collection of references. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so everyone's just, like, being a gigantic jerk to him. They're just, like, they're just, like, get a load of this idiot. But, like, seriously, some of the girls, it's, like, how is what they're wearing that much different from what he's wearing? I get it. Being Oh, sure. Like puffy sleeves and right. like little Mary Jane shoes. Oh, forget and... it. Yeah. And Larry, his friend, his bestie, his BFF, calls him a sissy and then eats, takes a bite of his apple. And I just wrote, what a weird character trait. In um, Wally's Girl Trouble at dancing school, we see Larry chomping on an apple. It's just like. This kid loves apples. He's always eating apples. I, in my head, actually, as I was watching this, I was like thinking about his character. And I was like, you know, his mom probably can't get him to brush his teeth. So she's like, I got to give this guy something that's going to like clean his teeth. <laughs> Ap- apples every day. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's- so in my head, Larry is, just has really bad dental hygiene. I mean, he probably does, regardless of everything else. Uh, <laughs> don't most kids? Anyway, 
So, yeah, he calls him sissy. Beaver punches him in the gut. And then, like, a brawl starts out. And then, like, Beaver pulls Judy's pigtail. It's just like... Again? Oh, yeah. He's done it before. He's a serial pigtail puller. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's just, like, another... Hey, another dog pile. There's just, like, a pile of children. And then Mr. Bloomgarden comes to break it up. Act to tell his death Mm -hmm. in 19... Or, sorry, 2016. And Mr. Bloomgarden asked Beaver... Did you start this fight? And Beaver says, "No, sir, my pants did." And he ex- nice. He explains the situation, and Mr. Bloomgarden, solid dude, lets Beaver go. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote down in my notes, recommend the Wikipedia page for shorts. <laughs> 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 Seriously, Louise, you got to check this thing out. It's so funny. Okay. Uh, what's another Wikipedia page that? I that like really tickled me. I uh, was it the one for like? Uh, I know what one really tickled me. What's that? It was a princess page. A a princess page or the princess page? It was probably the princess page because uh, for my birthday, I believe in two thousand and thirteen, maybe two thousand and twelve. Uh-huh. You had annotated. Oh my god! <laughs> for me on my birthday. Oh, uh, it was like the Disney princess yes. page and as a little treat for Louise. And by the way, I don't know how familiar any of you are with Louise, but she's basically a Disney princess. Like, uh, I know. I just want it so yeah. badly. And so <laughs> as a little treat for her birthday, I edited. It's the only time I've ever edited a Wikipedia page. Uh, and it was for Disney princesses, and I made it say that all Disney princesses were based on Louise Gassman. My likeness. Yeah, the likeness. Yeah, and I, there was even that. I believe we did some screenshots, and then it was quickly removed because <laughs> it is yes, honestly, factually inaccurate. But, you know, in spirit, <laughs> it's what we all believe. <laughs> It's it's the kind it's my favorite kind of gift. Like m- a lot of people that I know, and maybe it's just like right now in my portion of life that I'm at. But people, or it's just one of the reasons I have a hard time with Christmas. Also, people stress and moan and spend money on things that no one else wants, uh-huh. and they immediately regift or return. But like this was the most wonderful joy bringing <laughs> simple things that just like made my little heart sore and uh, <laughs> this is what gifts are about yeah i agree i think so thank you again oh my god of course so um okay so now we're back at home and ward it, it's like you go into the living room and ward is like mid phone call and he uh says that's right mrs ward cleaver and, okay, I get it. It's a different generation. That's how they did it. But, oh, God, it's like he's rubbing it in our faces that, like, the patriarchy is strong with the Cleaver family. Yeah. yeah. That rubbed me the wrong way, too. Yeah. And then uh, Wally comes to talk to Ward about Beaver's Oh, I loved fight. this part. I just love Wally. I, I'm just like such a, a Wallyist. He's so great. 
He's so great. He's so great. And then they they have a heart to heart. And he says, I got to talk to you about school. Yeah. Dad. And they go into this thing about this like quick little nugget about fractions. Oh, yeah. And Wally's like, yeah, I did that. And it still didn't come out right. But that's not what I want to talk to you about. (laughs) I know. And I was like, oh, this math joke is hitting me in all the right places. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you have to reduce the fractions or something like that before you do it. Or like flip them before you divide or something. It was, uh. Uh, Yeah, so then he tells them that uh, he got into a fight at school. And uh, he's like, oh, was it the beaver's fault? And he's like, no, it was Aunt Martha's fault. And I just wrote, Wally, good brother alert. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I'm i trying to think. Oh, so then Ward calls Aunt Martha into the room like Wally goes away. And he's going to have a, a talk with her. And he calls her in. And then that's where there's Aunt Martha, look, number six. I don't know. So she's wearing an apron. She's got a swoopy neck dress. No idea what you would call it. It's a shade of gray. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wearing a hat. She is wearing heels and a double strand of pearls. Yeah. Nice. Um, So Ward is about to tell her to back off or whatever. But then June calls and the phone, rings. the phone rings it's june and she's saying everything is great everything's wonderful blah 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 and i wrote down that oh my god i actually wrote my notes hugh billingsley weird 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 hugh beaumont is like so bad at acting like he's acting you ever notice that where it's like yeah. when he just has to be kind of natural he's fine but when he's acting a little weird like he's trying to cover something he's so bad at it and i noticed it also earlier in with the fred rutherford D- uh, did he was he like that with fred rutherford yeah he was like that with fred too he has this like weird nervous laugh oh yeah 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 but but even in this episode when wally or no no, no when beaver comes out from breakfast to tell him like i have to talk to you about something I don't know. Hugh Beaumont's acting is just like really phony. Stiff. Yeah, it's very stiff. It's just oof, doesn't feel doesn't feel good. So um, let me just pivot real quick to June's. Oh, yeah. Look. No way. Do it. She's on the phone. Yeah. Repeat alert from episode six. Look three. It is a tie collar bow shirt with a cardigan, earrings, arm candy. And if there are pearls, we ain't seeing them. Yeah. And since she's sitting, it's a mystery below. But I hope <laughs> she's wearing like Capri slacks. I feel like slacks would be appropriate for like helping your sister out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is also June Cleaver. So all bets are off. So I. Uh, all bets. This is where June is saying, like, she's like, how are things going with Aunt Martha? And he's like, good, good. And she's like, oh, that's great because she means so much to me. She was like a mother to me, blah, 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 blah. She's so great. I love her. And then that's. But, like, why are we blah, blah, blahing over that? Because I was like, whoa, where was June's mother? I hope that we find out. I I truly do. So uh, that's when uh ward decides like ah, i can't 
I can't have this conversation with her. We, I don't know. So. Well, also, she's still in the room. She's still in the room. So, yeah, she hears everything that Ward says. So then she they hang up and she's just and Ward like. Ward make, makes this weird joke like, oh, yeah, we're getting along like two peas in two a pod. Two peas in a pod. Yeah, which he says again later, which is like, come on, man. Give it up with those pea pods. So, uh, yeah, June hangs up and she's like, what was that that you wanted to talk to me about? And he's like, oh, I can't remember. And then, you know, they all just kind of go back to doing what they were doing. Um, I, man, June's call, pretty, pretty good timing on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Could have changed everything. Saved by the bell. Yeah, right? So, um, the next morning, they are eating their milk toast, and Ward is nowhere to be seen. And it's like, and Martha's just like, oh, he left early, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, he told Wally before... He had Aunt Martha come in in the last scene, like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Tell the beaver that it's fine, I'll take care of it. And the beaver goes to, like, Wally at breakfast. Like, when they see that Ward isn't there, he's like, oh, I thought that he was going to help me out. And they're all confused, wondering what's what's going on. But Aunt Martha is just like, nope, eat your milk toast and wear your tiny little suit. Is that a sneeze? That was a sneeze. Oh, oh, you good? Thanks for calling me out. I thought it was going to be quiet. <laughs> not, not if I keep talking about it. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So then uh, Anne Martha like tells him, like, oh, better get to school. Here's your umbrella. It's supposed to rain today. She's the umbrella aunt. And um, Oh, because Wally forgot his. Oh, yeah. Because he races out. Right. So then... Um, you know, Beaver leaves and he's all sad that Ward left early for work and didn't save him. But wait, Ward was in the garage the entire time and calls Beaver's name. And uh, he has a set of clothes for Beaver to wear at, to school, which is like he, solid move. He puts the the pants on. He makes him take the coat off. Ward puts on the beaver's cap as like a, a place oh, to set it. On himself, yeah. Even though the table saw is right there, just like set it on the table right. saw. And he he says like, you know, don't worry about it. Just take your jacket off. And he takes the bow tie off of him while the beaver's taking his coat off. And he puts the pants on. He right. like holds them out for the beaver to step into them. Over his short over pants. Over the short pants. That was kind of weird. It's not going to be comfortable all day at school, especially when the short pants have suspenders. Right. And also, if I was one of the kids in the class, I'd be like, are you wearing two pairs of pants? Right, right. Like, but he puts on his like little varsity right. jacket, his like junior varsity jacket, right. and his like pants, and he yeah. does a cute handshake and then like gives Ward a little kiss on the cheek. Right, yeah. So, whatever. The day is saved. I don't know. Uh, Ward almost leaves for work um, with, with a the cap hat on, on yeah. but then he takes it back off. He also says, like, Beaver, looks like it's going to rain. And he and takes so the umbrella he away. takes the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all kind of whatever. Uh, if I were Beaver, I would have probably... What do you mean that's all kind of whatever? That's like the redemption moment for Ward. The re- He's been fine. If I were the Beaver, honestly, like... I would have thought of like bringing an extra set of clothes to school to change into. 
You're right. Like, I would have packed them in a book bag or like a different bin. Right. Yeah, you're right. So. I also think, though, like a little bit of credit because even though Ward has been fine, air quotes, right. in this episode, he has also been pretty terrible in other episodes. Oh, yeah. There have been many references to him beating his children. Many. And having like a service bell for Ugh. his wife to bring him his dinner. I know. And clearly valuing boys over girls from yes. this episode. So. Yes. All is well. We go to the next scene and June is home. And she has all of Aunt Martha's bags ready at the door. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She's also in. Oh. Look six. Whoa. And it's a pew, pew, pew. Repeat alert. Season one, episode three. Look one. She's in a pleated mid-length skirt, probably silk or polyester instead of the tweed like before. A cardigan, a chiffon scarf, arm candy, earrings, and boop, 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 pearls. I will say this. Uh, what Martha is wearing is just a repeat of what she was wearing earlier. Um, she only had so many clothes in her suitcase. Yes, yeah, pretty much. But... I'll tell you what she did have, and this is something that I noticed that June was holding, is a hat box that says Kenneth Hopkins on it. Oh! Do you know about Kenneth Hopkins? No! But I didn't even notice anything was on the hat box. I saw Kenneth Hopkins, and I was like, to Google I go. And Mm -hmm. uh, Kenneth Hopkins was a famous Hollywood hat designer uh, and was known for his very eccentric hats. Like, there are some movies that, like, he did hats for that are known for their hats. And it's like, oh, Kenneth Hopkins, blah, 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 blah. And I did some uh, research on Kenneth Hopkins and learned some very interesting information. Okay, Louise, how do you think Kenneth Hopkins died? Oh, my gosh. Making a hat? All right. It's not that perfect. I'll give you one more guess. (laughs) Kenneth Hopkins, the hat maker, did he die of like a in an, a staph infection? Burned to death. What? <laughs> I know. On February 5th, 1953, Hopkins burned to death weeks before his 41st birthday in his West Hollywood apartment. The cause was determined to be a fire started by careless smoking in bed. Wow. You don't hear about that happening I these mean, days. You don't hear about that happening. Also, that could be a possible scandal. Yeah. Oh it appears to be started from right. careless yeah. smoking in bed. But or was whoa. it a rival hat designer, perhaps? True Hollywood story. Um. So then there's this whole thing about how uh, Wally and the Beaver are going to join Aunt Martha, join them on the ride to the airport. And then Beaver comes down and he's wearing the tiny little suit with the short pants. And he did it because he didn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. And that's pretty sweet. And then it ends abruptly. I feel like I wanted a little bit more. Yeah. That is like strange because... Uh, I mean, I guess if they went to the airport, we'd have to then see the airport and it's another like thing for the set designers to do. But, um... I found it just, it's different to 
because I, I forgot to mention this earlier, when they were in the clothing store, Beeve asked how they were going to get home. And she uh-huh. said that they'll take a cab. Right. And he says like, oh, good, because they had taken the bus there and that he wouldn't have to have people see him. Uh-huh. Like he doesn't say in so many words. I can't remember exactly. And I didn't write it down. But but it's something like, how are we going to get home? Or, or we can put that in the cab. We're not taking the bus. And then like a, a facial sign of relief. But um, if you're just going from your front door into the car uh-huh. to drive to the airport, what what a wonderful gesture with no risk. Yeah. You know? I mean... Like, it's not like they were going to go to a parade and everybody in right. town was going to, you know, no. see him. I mean, he's a good kid. He's thoughtful. He's so good. You know, he cares about his mom. Uh, he's learning to respect his abusive father. Um, you know, what could be so bad? He also, like, he's doing it for Aunt Martha also. Well, you know, despite the fact that Aunt Martha made him wear this suit, she didn't do anything mean. She didn't, you know, she wasn't bad to them. She took care of them. She did what she came there to do. Uh, Did she undermine ward a little bit maybe but ward also wasn't like trying to parent you know yeah he put forth zero effort he's like oh great milk toast i'll eat this now yeah what's funny too is it's not that wally and the beeve were you know two and six right and needing like actually needing a little help right feeling kind of lost it, they're like you say, super super low maintenance. Yeah, I'd say so. Kids and June just could have made a casserole and put it in the freezer and been like, "This is how you heat it up, and these are the sandwiches." And- mm-hmm. Shorts are a garment worn by both genders over their pelvic area, circling the waist and splitting to cover up uh, to cover the upper part of the legs, sometimes extending down to the knees, but never covering the entire length of the leg. They are called shorts because they are a shortened version of trousers which cover the entire leg but not the foot shorts are typically worn in warm weather or in an environment where comfort and airflow are more important than the protection of the legs there are a variety of shorts ranging from knee-length short trousers that can in some situations be worn as formal clothes to beachwear and athletic shorts some types of shorts are typically worn by women such as culottes which are a divided skirt resembling a pair of loose cut shorts i've had some wine (laughs) uh hey everybody thanks for listening please feel free to rate and review us on itunes check out louisa to beaver.com for screen grabs uh so that you can see all of june and martha's looks and judge me for the way in which i described them um (laughs) yeah and and you can see beaver short pants for yourself on there too uh and yeah, uh, tell your friends about this. We also have another podcast called I Have a Great Idea, but I'll never do it. We just released our second Olympics mini-sode. The first was at the 2016 Olympics. So super excited. if you're into the Olympics the way Louise is and I am not, then you should listen to <laughs> this mini-sode. Um, 
Yeah, Louise, do you have anything you want to add? I got nothing. Cool. And on that note... As you know, our kids think of all kinds of ways to make money. They'll even go so far as to sell water to their friends. But on occasion, they run into some pretty stiff sales resistance. And that's our story next time on Louise It to Beaver.